welcome. Hi. Hi, Mandy. Welcome to Family Home Evening with Dad Mormons. The baddest. There's one thing we're good at. It's, it's being bad. bad. I feel like we're ripping off um, Ash versus the Evil Dead. Hmm. I don't feel that. Well, because you don't know the quote that I'm thinking of. Maybe not. It's in my brain. It's fine. It's gotten now. Well, listen, are we good at being bad? 100%. It's just, you can't, it's just what it is. It's nature. You can't t- say no to nature. <laughs> Especially when it's your second nature. Uh, if you're stumbling on this podcast for the first time and you're wondering, what am I doing here? Well, why should I stay? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we'll tell you. It's because we're goddamn funny. Sure are. And we have a lot of great stories. Lots and of really bad stories. We're entertaining. We tr- We are very entertaining. And you love us. And I just repeat everything Mandy says. <laughs> um, speaking of being bad, uh, I talked to, should I say who? Yes, I talked to our mother today. Uh, oh, why? <laughs> well, she called me to say happy birthday, happy belated birthday. Oh, and well, she forgot uh, your birthday? What? Wow. She said, wow, she forgot your birthday? Yeah, that's fine. She's a terrible mother. That's fine. She's not. She's not a terrible mother. But she called me to say, that it reminded me of it because you said uh, the thing about being bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we're not ripping anything up. So she says, uh, she's like, you know, I've got a lot of really good information. I've been doing a lot of research and it turns out the Bible's not even true. It's just like made up stories. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> Welcome to the party, just pal. figure this out? <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> you know, She's like going on about, you know, this story and that story and Abel and Cain and they, that's not, that's not even, that's a made up thing and it's about the Jews coming to America and whatever <laughs> and even the Bible and, you know, I tried to get a little existential like, oh, well, yeah, a lot of religions, pretty much all the religions are like that, like there's a reason and she, but she was really focused on Christianity being a bunch of bullshit so I was just like letting her go and I was like, okay, great, you know, we have something in common with mom and then she started talking about pagans and how it's related to pay it's just all about it was pagans anyway and they ripped that off and they were out there eating babies in the woods and sacrificing oh, to whatever and i was like there we go <laughs> there it is here's the q on <laughs> <laughs> i knew there was something about eating babies oh, always well that's why all the Repu- i'm sorry no it's the democrats right the democrats eat the babies yeah the democrats just eat the, babies. the politicians in general yeah. no it's democrats republicans oh, okay. don't yeah, eat yeah. babies um, <laughs> yeah. But then she's like, so so maybe for your, are you and Charlotte still doing that podcast? Maybe for your podcast, instead of Mormon bashing, you could do Christian bashing. And I was like, mother, <laughs> please don't listen to our podcast. First for of all, <laughs> obviously you've never listened to it because we're not Mormon bashing. We're, I mean, are we poking fun at crazy religions? 100%. Yes. We poke fun at a lot of things. All of the religions. We don't just specifically make fun of the Mormons. And we mostly poke fun at ourselves, actually. Right. So yeah, at the end of the day, we have five minutes that we talk about how reli- or- organized religion is dumb. And mainly Mormons, because that's what we were raised with. And then, you know, then we talk about the drugs that we do. Yeah. So or alcohol. Or yeah. the embarrassing things that we do while we're on those alcohol or drug-fueled fun times exactly so i just wondered if people really thought we were still like our family i mean oh right because that was the big deal back when we started this podcast we were How putting dare a, you putting the feelers out to the internet like hey what do you guys think about this me and charlotte are bad at being mormon let's try this podcast and our family was not thrilled how dare you mock our religion say the least 
Anyways, but, yeah, cheers. no, Let's start cheers. the podcast. Uh, <laughs> so, um, cheers to that. What, what are, are we drinking? drinking? <laughs> Mandy said, I'm tired. I don't think we should drink. Or I'm not going to drink because I woke up at 5 a.m. to go to work. And I just got off of work. So I'm like, hmm, I'm going to drink wine while you drink water. And then as we were settling in to push play, she said, we should get shots of whiskey. And I said, absolutely. <laughs> so I poured us two very rather large shots of Weller. <laughs> Weller 12. Which is a sipping whiskey, not a shooting whiskey. Because... It is apparently very expensive. Thank you for the reminder. Speaking of expensive things, Mandy. Cheers. Well, cheers first. So Ooh, good. That is real good. Is, I could see what. I mean, I wouldn't pay that amount of money for it. No. But. Mm, it's yummy. It's, it's so nice. Um, Mandy just had a birthday. I did have a birthday. It was. We didn't do a whole lot. We normally try to leave and do something and have like an adventure, but. It's hot outside, and we're trying to get the backyard finished, and we didn't. So I apologize. But we did open. We had a very nice dinner at Fleming's, mm-hmm. which is a fancy-ass restaurant. But it was delightful. And then we came home after having some martinis and wine. We thought, we should open up a nice bottle of wine for your birthday. We did, yes. I've got a, a little stash of, of fancy wines, in the, and in the very back are my nicest ones. And I thought I had three bottles of this uh, Silver Oak 2016 from Napa. Um, I like both. I like the Alexander Van Valley and the Napa. So I grabbed one of the bottles and I opened it up and we're drinking it. And we're like, oh my God, so this good. is good. This is so How'd this good. this get to be so good? It tastes and I, like this. It tastes like that. And to be fair, I, I was like, it's pretty good. It's not the best, but it's good. You didn't say it's not the best. I was thinking it. <gasps> you Until monster. I found out how expensive it was. And then all of a sudden it was the most delicious wine I've ever had in my mouth. It was so weird. Well, Just like that. I thought it was a 2016, but it turns out I had a 2015 in there. So I didn't even look. I just opened. Turns out the difference between the year and the 16 is sizable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was really good. I very thoroughly enjoyed that. Wine. It was a delicious bottle, of wine. and it was it was always good. But I, I swear, it actually tasted better once I knew what the price tag was. That's fair, because that's the way I roll. Yeah, that's totally fair. I'm pretty sure we have a lot to repent for. Uh, yeah. Well, first of all, nah, skip that. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say my my new favorite wine that I've just discovered this vin well, not favorite wine but I've just discovered this new winery called uh, Rombauer which is like a well known one I don't know shit about wine I just like drinking what drinking wine but uh, that's that Chardonnay that we tried oh yeah it's so real I finished good. that bottle of Chardonnay while I was waiting for you to get home from work and <laughs> got a little tipsy and then I sobered up and took a nap <laughs> <laughs> but they make a really great Chardonnay which is not normally my jam. Right, no, not, and if I'm going to drink white wine, it's usually a Pinot Grigio or Sauvignon something, Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. And they also make a really good cab. Those are the only two I've tried from them so far, and they've both been excellent. So just a little plug for the Rombauer, if I'm saying that right, Rombauer Vineyards. I also want to point out that I was not done drinking after we drank the Silver Oak, so I opened up one of our other Costco bottle of wines. They're like at the $20 price range. They're not cheap, and they're not expensive. Um, and I was like, oh, God, this wine is horrible. Like, Cocoa Bond from, from Trader Joe's is better than this bottle of wine. So I only had a glass out of it, corked it, went to bed. And then the next day when I was drinking it, it was actually a really good bottle of wine, <laughs> just comparatively. Mm-hmm. It was crap. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how different 
wines can be. Right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, big fan, big fan. So right now I'm opening up one of my $20 bottles of wine, which is... I don't even know how to it's begin French. to say that because it's fucking French. <laughs> I love the French and I don't want to butcher your language. So it's, I'm drinking some French wine. It's called Marques de Riscal. <laughs> <laughs> With the little accent over the E. It's covered in barbed wire. <laughs> uh, I have something to repent for. Yep. So there's a podcast that I listen to called Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Nice. And their podcast is different um, than ours because they, they truly like dive into the religion. They were in the religion as adults, whereas we oh, kind of got out right. as kids. And so they're like a little bit more, they're funny and they're witty and they they swear and they're, you know, yes. they're funny. But <laughs> it's like kind of a different, it's more about the religion and less about them which is kind of the opposite of what we're doing <laughs> but uh, i was listening to theirs on the way home and they did they did an episode i don't know if it's their latest one or if this one just popped up but it was on uh ervil lebaron which i don't know if you remember back when we were doing the bonus episode where, where mom kidnapped us and oh, took yeah, us yeah. to look at the polygamists it was the lebaron polygamists right. in ogden but i was always for some reason well the reason that i'm slightly dyslexic but i've always said his name and read his name and said it in my head as Everil LeBaron. Uh, and so listening to her, she kept saying, Ervil, Ervil LeBaron. I was like, she's saying it wrong. <laughs> and then I looked at him and I was like, oh, holy shit. Nope. I'm dyslexic. Right. So <laughs> I actually sent them a message and they responded and they're like, holy shit, we need to hear that story. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I apologize for my whole life saying Everil LeBaron when it's Ervil LeBaron. Oh, interesting. And we'll just... You know, maybe we'll have to re-record that bonus episode right. about our cousin being the hit the self-proclaimed prophet of his own FLDS. The one mighty and strong? The one mighty and strong <laughs> of his own FLDS sect. <laughs> so that's my repentance oh, for this, perfect. the 58th episode of Season Infinity of the podcast. <laughs> I think I had something to repent for, and I wrote it down, and it's gone now. So unless you had any ideas on what I need to repent for, I'm out. I don't really. I'm pretty sure I'm great, so I don't really need to repent for <laughs> shit anyways. Uh, well, I might have to repent next week for what I'm about to do to you. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. Boy. Oh, where do I start? So one Ooh, of our, I see bookmarks. <laughs> one of our listeners was... Super Fresh Candy Pants? So kind as her. to send us some <laughs> books from the DI. And... One of the books is called Woman. We talked about it a little bit last yes, week. The t yes. So imagine the square footage of the cover of this book. The title is Woman. It takes up a little tiny, maybe tenth of the top of it. And then there's the names of 15 men below it all in all different colors. Woman's in black, right? Boring. <laughs> all different colors of these men's name in 80% the size of the title. So I'll have to just take a picture because I'm not explaining it. But basically, 80% of the cover is taken up by men's names, names yeah. <laughs> who've written a book called Woman. Right. And so as I was... Not like, even women. Woman. Woman. <laughs> <laughs> so as I was scrolling through this book to try to find the most delightful gems, and mind you, there are many, <laughs> uh, I realized each one of these men of the church, leaders of the church, have written their own... Uh, chapter about what they've decided a woman is about <laughs> or the woman's purpose or the woman's, you know, the calling. The woman's fill in the bank. Fill blank. in the blank, yeah. 
So I'm just going to read you guys a little chapter written by President Eldon Tanner called No Greater Honor, colon, The Woman's Role. Ugh, gross. Okay. Uh, I don't want to be too boring, but I'm just going <laughs> to... I feel like I just need to just read it. Just power through Because it. it's, it's going to so be great. great. Uh, in this church, the Mormon church, or... I guess they don't call it Mormon anymore. They call it Latter-day Saints. Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The Latter-day Saints. Yeah. Uh, So in this church, we have a great body of wonderful women, wives, mothers, and single women, engaged in the work of the Lord and in the service of their fellow men. They are (laughs) affiliated with the... Wait, sorry. They are affiliated with the Relief Society, which is the principal women's organization, the primary, where our children are instructed, the Sunday school, where the gospel is taught to all members, the mutual, which is the activity and social organization for youth and adults, and our women serve with dedication and skill in various other capacities, (laughs) which is not teaching children. I'm sure they've got some... Basically, what I what I read there is, I'm sure they've got some other things that they can do. Uh, Quilting, perhaps. <laughs> oh, you just wait. <laughs> After I had discussed business matters with some men that day, the conversation <laughs> took a more personal, informal note when one man said, I have the most wonderful wife in the world. Another said, that's what you think. I have the best. And the third man said, isn't it a great blessing to have the wife that you love? who loves you, one who is a good mother and homemaker, who has high ideals, who believes in God and wants to help her family accept and live the teachings of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And this is where it gets underlined. <laughs> Throwing up in my Hold mouth on, right now. Hold on, this is starting to get really good. I promise you it's worth it. Okay, underline. What woman could want any greater glory or tribute than that which comes from an appreciative and loving husband? What more could any woman want besides that? I don't know. Go on. That is the question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to skip over this a little bit because it's Jesus-y. Okay. Here. This one's got a star and an underline. Oh. From the beginning, the very beginning, God has made it clear that a woman is very special, but he has also very clearly defined her position. Okay. God laid it out. This is a woman's position. Her duties and her destiny in the divine plan. One of her greatest privileges, blessings, and opportunities is to be a co-partner with God in bringing his spirit children to earth. Ew. <laughs> this is what we were brainwashed we go, right? to believe. Time to have some kids so that you can fucking <laughs> overcrowd the planet and get some more fucking tithing money. Some, there's some stuff about Satan. It's one of, it is of great concern to all who understand this glorious concept that Satan and his cohorts are using scientific arguments and nefarious <laughs> propaganda to move women away from their primary responsibilities, which is wives, mothers, and homemakers. How dare you, science? I am not paraphrasing either. <laughs> we hear so much about emancipation, independence, sexual liberation, mm. birth control, abortion, and other insidious propaganda, belittling the role of motherhood. All How of which dare you. is Satan's way of destroying woman. <laughs> Just destroying woman. woman. <laughs> the home, the family, the basic unit of society. What year was this written? Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> I'm going for a 70s feel here. Uh, 
1979. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna keep going because it's please, it's please still do. Great. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Okay. Uh, some of Satan's effective tools include the use of radios, <laughs> televisions, and magazines. I was gonna say vibrator, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> where pornography abounds, and where women are being debased. And disgracefully used as sex symbols. Sexploited, some call it. Sexploited. <laughs> Immodest dress, drugs, Charlotte. Oh, Jesus. Actually, you're kind of, I can see your shoulders right now. So this is, I'm basically. What do they call my porn shoulders? This is basically describing you, this part right here. <laughs> Immodest dress, drugs, and alcohol daily. Daily. Oh, sorry. I, I put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> Immodest dress, drugs, and alcohol daily take a tremendous toll through destruction of virtue and chastity and even lives with modern electronic devices of communication and speedy transportation much more is being heard throughout the world by many more people than would be possible otherwise and it is having a degrading influence and effect jesus yes pornography drugs and alcohol are available to young and old Eh, i don't want to think about that (laughs) Uh, an alarming quantity alarming and are destroying the moral values, further deteriorating the minds and thought processes of those who succumb to these devilish wiles. Okay, now we got some more stars and underlines. I love this book so much. (laughs) I can't even begin. I'm just going to, I got a little bit more of some really good stuff. No, I'm not being facetious. This is great. (laughs) President Dallin Oaks recently said to the student body at Brigham Young University, which is, you know, Salt Lake's Mormon College, See one of the authors in this book? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Dallin Oaks. Dallin Oaks. Oh, no, he's not on here. Oh, shocked. <laughs> uh, President Dallin Oaks recently said to the student body at Brigham Young University, we are surrounded by the promotional literature of illicit sexual relations on the printed page and on the screen. For your own good, avoid it. Underline. Pornographic or erotic stories and pictures are worse than filthy or polluted food. The body has defenses to rid itself of unwholesome food, but the brain won't vomit back up filth. Once recorded, it will always remain subject to recall, flashing its perverted images across your mind and drawing you away from the wholesome things in life. (laughs) If it's a flaccid penis, is it pornography? (laughs) I was just trying to think of like, what else was at 1979? The movie Alien. Ripley was in her underwear, yeah. and this never left my brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, here's a star and an underline. It is so important that our young girls keep themselves from this kind of pollution. The girls of today will be the women of tomorrow. This is me, by the way, they're talking about, because Stay I, was, sweet. I was a small child when this was published. <laughs> will be the women of tomorrow, and it is necessary that they prepare for that role. Can you imagine the kind of world we will have in the future if the girls of today are weakened morally to the extent that virtue will not be taught in the homes and if any children they might have are not nurtured within the walls of the homes sanctified by the holy laws of matrimony? It'll be a goddamn mutiny. People will be doing podcasts, making fun of our religion, drinking alcohol, sniffing cocaine. Having the existential, I can't talk. Having, (laughs) hold on. It doesn't matter. 
there's also a lot of really good stuff in here about birth control and Satan, which oh, we'll no. get to at another time. It, I'm actually going to cover to cover read that book. I might take it with me on the airplane. Okay. Yeah, I want to bring a highlighter and a pen. So good you can, idea. You know. Actually, Nick, our friend Nick, uh, who is helping do the backyard, was he? We were reading some of it together today. Oh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> he was like, "You should actually like edit it, like copy, like a copy editor, underline things, like misspelled. This is lies. Right. This is fake. Science proves this wrong, and send it back to the publisher." And I was like, "That's a really great idea." Except for we'd have to give back this glorious book, and I refuse. Well, next time we go home to Utah, we'll look, we're gonna have to look. We'll, for we'll more. go to the DI. Clearly. We'll get more. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's Mormon Corner. Was for today, um, I, it's a, basically a roadmap to everywhere I went wrong. <laughs> Mother ruined. She didn't keep you wholesome. She did not keep me wholesome. It's her fault. Clearly, she succumbed to the powers of Satan and technology. For the and love of God, moving vehicles. <laughs> I did read that right. I didn't just imagine that. Speedy transportation. <laughs> they got trains now. Uh, it, all I can think of is Fahrenheit 451, where like they're not allowed to read anymore. Like books are illegal, and like you're not supposed to like take in the scenery when you drive. Like you have to go fast, so you can't like sit there and like enjoy it. If you do, then there's something seriously wrong with you. And I'm like, oh, that's what that book's reminding mm-hmm. me. Of. It just comes back full circle to the fact that pretty much all religions are kind of fucking bullshit. <laughs> 100%. Whether or not they're actually eating babies in the woods, like my mom says, <laughs> is up for debate. But they do murder people and are controlled by God. greedy. What is, it, what is it called? A, um, blood, not blood oath, blood atonement. Oh, yeah. Right. Blood atonement. Excellent. Anything so, new on Twitter? Actually, um, there is something new. It's kind of a bummer. Charlotte and I live in Orange County, California, which is smack dab in between Los Angeles and San Diego. And Los Angeles actually is reinforcing their mask mandate oh, starting tomorrow. Meaning, mm. So right now, California, just as of June 15th, said that we can stop wearing masks if we're fully vaccinated indoors, which has been really great because it's been 16 months of it. Well, right. you guys all know we're, we're all in the same boat right. in, on this planet. But so, yeah, it's it's this new Delta variant. It's uh, there's so many increases. Like today alone, there was uh, fifteen hundred new cases oh, shit. and four hundred and fifty two people admitted to the hospital just oh, today. Shit. No. So it's creeping back up. So there. back on with the masks. then. yeah, um, so I'm yeah. sure it's only a matter of time. I was just talking to one of my clients who was saying that her sister who had covid probably around the same time we did. Seemed to, everybody seemed to get it around Christmas, um, wouldn't get a vaccine because she's already had COVID. And I'm like, does she know how fucking stupid that is? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell her. And I was, I was like, so, but way I understand it, the way this vaccine works, it doesn't actually protect you against the virus. You can still get the virus and get sick. What the vaccine helps you against is the Corona, the crown, the spikes, the protein that holds onto you while that membrane is dissolving which is the virus that's going to get you sick. So if it goes after that, you're much less likely to get it. And if you do get it, your symptoms are going to be way fucking worse. So I don't care if you've already had it. I know one of my clients had it twice, and he said it was so much worse the second time. Yeah. Just get the fucking vaccine. And that's the thing is all these people that are getting it and getting admitted to the hospital – 85% 85% of them are not vaccinated. Right. So, so I mean, I hate I hate to be the asshole, 
but fuck you. If you don't want to get your vaccine, I don't, I'm not going to feel that bad if you get super sick because yeah. you, you had the option to do it and you chose not to. You could have protected your neighbors and you chose not to. So this is on you. Sorry. Mom was trying to fight with me about that again today on the phone, mm. like how <laughs> not, she didn't say it exactly out loud, but she was insinuating that she felt sorry for me for being duped by the government and <laughs> going along with the whatever else and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm so happy that you live on a farm away from people that you right. don't have to interact with people because you'd die. Yeah, you'd be dead. <laughs> right. So and that's just that was just I, and I feel like that was a good argument or not an argument, but like a non non sequitur. Is that the right word? I don't or a conversation I, ender. Right. Because I could just say she she was trying. You could tell she wanted to argue about it. And I was like, it, you don't. Yeah, you probably don't need it because you don't ever talk to anybody. You never leave your house. So. Right. Everybody else should get it. Right. <laughs> also, if you believe in QAnon, I can't respect anything you say or think. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> underground satanic pedophile right. ring and mind you where they get all this QAnon information from is from a source that has child pornography and like that yeah. whole dark web of yeah. that chan 9 shit or chan 8 or right. fucking whatever oh speaking of speaking of uh to kind of just circle back around to something i wanted to talk about earlier Speaking of satanic panic, <laughs> Charlotte and I have made a bunch of new designs for merch, and we're going to start a merch store, so we're going to release it to the public next week, next Thursday. All our patrons, however. Yeah, the patrons get it early. They already have access to it, and there's a couple of VIP variants that only they can get, and then before we release it to the world next Thursday, we'll take those out now, of the store. are you going to get a variant because of the Delta, or? <laughs> no, because it's got a special VIP. No, I get it's it. It's different. Yeah. Every time I hear variant, all I think of is coronavirus. No, it's like something that you do, like in the art world, if you right. do like different colors variants, or different foil right. variants, or whatever. I just picked it up from that, because the poster <laughs> No, I like collection. it. I was like, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. But so uh, we made we made one cool design, which was my favorite one, which is very witchy and occulty. And uh, it, I was trying to draw back on that whole satanic panic that was gripping the nation in the in the late 80s, early 90s, <laughs> mid 90s. That was so fun for all of us teenagers. <laughs> so uh, check it out next Thursday. You can pretty much anything you've ever wanted to have a bad Mormons design on, you can have it. It's like clo all the clothing you can think of. Phone cases, laptop cases. I got the baseball tee, so I'm super excited mm -hmm. for it. I'm Pillows. a cult leader, so it's just the way I roll. <laughs> yeah, some of our uh, special contributors, too, have access to the cult leader design. Excellent. <laughs> our uh, executive genius creative director as such. Fabulous. But yeah, anyway, check it out. I'm sure we'll do another little plug here at the end, but I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited for you guys to see the designs. Where do you find that, Mandy? It's, Is it on our website? It's going to be on... Well, I'm not going to say it now because I don't want... To leave. <laughs> Those people to leave while they're listening to us. I oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to... Because it's exclusive for the patrons. Uh, so it's only exclusive so to them. you can't find it on our website, which is no. fhebadmormons.com. <laughs> Yeah, no, you can't find it on the website. It's not public to anybody yet. It's only exclusive to the patrons. I see. So if I you, see. If you want to become a patron, you can go to Patreon. For as little as $3. Mm -hmm. And then you can have the access to the link and have access to the... But if you give us as much as you know, 50 we'll, we'll like you better. <laughs> <laughs> you can have access to the VIP ones. 
uh, if you're if you're so inclined. Right. As a only as a patron, and then yeah, next week we will. Uh, I'll announce it for real officially, and we'll say the website that it's on. But okay. for now, it's a secret. Secrets. Oh, here's another uh, fun thing. There's an Instagram account that I just started following. It's at post.mormon. And they've been posting the fucking greatest shit lately. <laughs> like, all day long, I've been laughing and liking. So Instagram? Yeah, Instagram. At post.mormon. Okay. And one of the things that they posted today was... <laughs> it is a common Mormon folklore that Adam's son, Cain, is Bigfoot. <laughs> and I just liked it. I was like, haha, you know, scroll on. And then later on during the day, they're like... No, but for real. <laughs> and then posted another thing. I'm just going to read it to you. It's just like some text. Gotcha. But it says, this is somebody's quote. Uh, who is it? Lysurgius. I'm making that up. Lysurgius A. Wilson. The first apostolic, mar- apost- apostolic martyr. I don't know. Anyways, it's from 1900s. It's some old <laughs> Jesus people. He says, I suddenly noticed a very strange personage walking beside me for about two miles. His head was about even with my shoulders as I sat in my saddle. He wore no clothing but was covered with hair. His skin was very dark. Lamanite. <laughs> he said that he had no home and that he was a wanderer in the earth. Dot, dot, dot. He said that he was a very miserable creature and that he had earnestly sought death but that he could not die and his mission was to destroy the souls of men and i was like holy shit they do believe that that <laughs> is bigfoot and it's also adam's son cain who was cursed by god to have dark skin which is why the the, the white and delightsome people were better than the <sighs> cursed people which are lamanites or american indians or whatever you want to call it so, I forgot to tell you, one of my new clients, she's like, I know everything about Mormons. I'm like, go on. Mm. She's like, I wasn't, she's like, I almost got married to a Mormon man. And like, they actually allowed me to walk through the temple because they were just really trying to convert me. And like, yeah, I, I can't remember everything she said, but I was just like, oh, interesting. She's like, yeah, so I know a lot. And then I kind of brought up um, Mark Hoffman, not Hoffman. Yeah, Hoffman. And, um, and I was like, yeah, no, it's on Netflix. You need to watch it. I was like, apparently that was my dad's Sunday school teacher for a little bit. Home teaching partner. Home, home teaching partner. That's right. Yeah. It was my um, Sunday school. Well, he wasn't my Sunday school teacher, but he came with the salamander letter. Right. Yeah. And so, and I told her about that too. She's like, and I was like, but he didn't just dupe the Mormons. He duped like the FBI too. Like it wasn't, it was, he was, he was really good at forging his shit. So then she's just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that. But anyways, I was like, I, I love when I'm able to talk to my clients about it. Like, cause they're like, oh, Mormons, what? And some of them are like, I was raised Mormon or my husband's family's Mormon or whatever. And I get to talk about all the fun stories about how they're all batshit crazy. And I'm like, one of these days I'm going to, someone's going to sit in my chair and they're going to be Mormon and I'm going to offend the fuck out of them. <laughs> <laughs> They probably deserve it. They'd be like, oh, well, we weren't a match anyways. You should go. If they're going to get offended by you poking fun at their hokey pokey, <laughs> whatever. Bigfoot religion. Like, I'm just picturing I'm picturing a Han Solo. Hokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster at there your you side, go. kid. That's it. That's the ticket. I'm not sure if I said this last week, but I could definitely give a little shout out to some of my favorite accounts. I have one on Twitter and one on Instagram that I love for political shit. Okay. Like uh, it. Twitter is R.I.P.G.O.P. 
Oh, yeah, that one is a good one. Which is super fucking funny. And then on Instagram, I, I put it in our stories all the time because I'm always sharing their message. But there's one called Political Junkyard 2.0. I really love everything they post, too. So a lot of times when I want something to talk about, I'll just be like, oh, they'll, <laughs> they'll give me the straight scoop. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay, so here's some... <laughs> Here's some what's on Twitter, except for it's on Instagram, and it's from Political Junkyard 2.0, who's actually posting another one of my favorite Twitter accounts called Fifty Shades of Way. <laughs> he says, I know Capitol Police didn't just arrest the chair of the Congressional Black Caucus. What the fuck is this bullshit? And then he was basically responding to somebody else's tweet that said, uh, Representative Joyce Beatty chair of the Congressional Black Caucus is arrested after participating in a small voting rights protest that culminated in a march around the Senate Hart office building atrium. Look, there's like 10 people there. Oh. They arrested her. That's such fucking bullshit. After, <laughs> after fucking January 6th. Right. They let all that shit happen. Uh, here's, I'm gonna just read what the person who does the political junkyard account says. He says, never mind, he or she I mean, never mind the fact that the congressional Republicans can literally help orchestrate a violent terrorist attack on the U.S. Capitol without so much as a slap on the wrist. But after the insurrection, in which the Republicans did nothing to defend their their fellow Democrats from those who were chanting slogans about assassinating them, and in fact did things like live-tweet their locations in the Capitol as the attack was underway, let's also recall that Republicans tried to carry their guns onto the floor of the House in the days and weeks following this attack, and not one of them got arrested. Not one. We know that Matt Gates used a public Venmo to pay for sex with underage girls, and he hasn't been arrested right. or physically removed from Congress. Donald Trump incited an insurrection and tried to plot out a full-blown coup to stay in power after he lost the presidential election, and being permanently banned from Twitter is the worst thing that has happened to him so far. Right. I mean, there are literally people who beat cops with flagpoles and engaged in full-blown armed combat with Capitol Police on January 6th who haven't been arrested yet. But God forbid if a black woman in a position of power peacefully stands up for voting rights and democracy and the Constitution, her whole body will be policed and then some. Sounds about white to me. Right? This is fucked up. This is just so unbelievably absolutely totally and completely fucked up god damn it america get your fucking shit together right so you can see why i love political yeah, that's 2.0. um and yeah there's all sorts of i don't even know where to begin with it fucking shit right here i'm gonna share it to our perfect story right now i think i might have shared it earlier but i'm fucking sharing it again right <laughs> Some bullshit it's some fucking bullshit i just i don't even i can't even begin to understand like i i I get the corruption. I get that it's a thing. And I also get that without just overthrowing the government, there's nothing we can do about it. But they're just so blatantly disregarding the fact that we're watching. I can't. I just don't understand. Mm -hmm. Like, more people are speaking out. And I would think they'd be like, oh, shit. Well, maybe we need to reel it back in a little bit. So let's pull the roll back over everybody's eyes just a tiny bit. No, they don't give a fuck anymore. They don't. Because nobody cares. Because nobody's They're willing encouraging to do anything. Them. Right. Well, I was going to say, it's just like, God damn it. God fucking damn it. <laughs> Let's, how about this? Let's take a break for I'm a gonna minute. I'm going to need a breather. <laughs> we'll take a breather. We'll collect our thoughts. Our executive genius, creative director slash cult leader. <laughs> 
has something cooked up for us to raise our spirits. Huzzah! I hope it's something to do with my vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Very likely. Hello again! I know it's been a while, but don't you worry. Your friends here at Temple Twat have been hard at work coming up with new products intended to help maintain that holy holy years. Today, we're so excited to introduce you to a new evolution in freshness, Temple Twat Poon Powder. Poon Powder is an innovative way to maintain that just showered freshness all day. Just a small handful of Poon Powder can keep that notorious B.A.G. dry and smelling glamorous all day. We're not sure why Heavenly Father chose to make the bearded clam often emit the odor of a rotten tuna taco, but we're here to fix it with three lovely scents. Trigardenia Gash, Magnolia Muff, or Lilac Lady Garden. And yes, we all know that talcum powder is rubbed on your genitals is the cause of ovarian cancer, but don't you worry. Thanks to tithing, the Mormon church has enough money to hire the best attorneys to defend itself from lawsuits or pay you in the event that you win. You won't! So sprinkle some poo powder on that pink wrinkle and seize the day. Temple Twat, committed to keeping your hole holy. Family Home Evening with Bad Mormons listeners get 20% off your first purchase of poon powder. Just use the promo code SISTERWIVES at checkout. That's promo code SISTERWIVES for 20% off your first purchase of poon powder. Hi. Hey, welcome back. I feel fresher already. We are back. We're feeling good. Poon powder. Vaginas were freshened. <laughs> Probably. It could be balls. Uh, we have a lot of side projects going on right now. I've taken on too many things at once. It happens. We're trying to write Jolene Otherquin novels. God, I almost forgot about that. I've gotten the first chapter written as all, and then I've abandoned that project. It is such a good project. We really need to get back on that. I just need to find time. I we should have done it on our four-day weekend. Oh, you had a three-day weekend on our 30. Mandy, you should have worked on Harder. your three-day weekend, birthday, birthday weekend. I'm sorry, Charlotte. I will do better next time. Could you edit this podcast, direct it, produce it, fill in all the other blanks? Make the merch. Make the merch. Do the social media. Do the social media. <laughs> And then also write me a book. God damn it. I'd like to read it. <laughs> and also don't forget about Gentleman's Genitals. Oh, yes. Which is our new platform. Listen, I did that. For? I I at least purchased that URL. So I did something. So if you go to Gentleman'sGenitals.com, <laughs> you'll see that Charlotte's purchased it. <laughs> and that is it. <laughs> but we plan on that being our platform for our hilarious sponsorships. <laughs> that are for all of our poontang needs. That's really why the people listen to this podcast. If we're being honest, <laughs> what kind? We need more commercials too. To be honest, like listen, we get it. We have to recycle some shit. We're gonna work on that. We're, I have yeah, ideas. Charlotte's gonna work on it for you. I'm gonna be on an airplane this weekend. I'll do it while I'm in the air. Okay, great. So, listener, you have something to look forward to. I'm gonna be sleeping on that plane. Let's get real. <laughs> <laughs> so once again. I will find some time somewhere in the universe to carve out and do one of my myriad of projects that I have set aside for you. Mandy's the everyday woman. She does it all. (laughs) She's tempted by Satan. She rides in cars. (laughs) She looks at pornographic images. (laughs) She drinks the alcohol. Satan tempts her. (laughs) 
puts up the sugar boogers. To be fair, I don't really look at pornographic images that often. My Coke dealer happened to wrap up the Coke in a pornographic magazine. Is that what happened? That's why I saw it. No, just kidding. (laughs) I was going to have some questions. Uh, Yeah, so good times, good times. Great times. (laughs) Anyway, I have some stuff to work on. But I did get the merch store done, so I'm excited about that. That was amazing. Uh, Do we have any stories for the people this week? I'm pretty sure I can come up with something that I've done that's stupid. (laughs) Are you ready to talk about the time you went to Thailand? Or is it too soon? Oh, am I going first? Okay, great. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I could talk about that. Um, (laughs) Thailand is an amazing country. Full of delightful food, drink, beer mainly because it's too hot to drink real alcohol. Um... So we leave, we go early, super early in the morning, me and my friend that was coming with me, um, six in the, five in the morning, I think we left, we get to LAX, we get on, we have some Bloody Marys, we sleep on the plane, we, we get in, um, like the mid afternoon, like I, it, I want to say from the time I left the house to the time I hit the, the hostel, it was a solid 26 hours. So it is a full day of travel, right? A little tired. Um, we went and had some drinks, ate a little bit of food, but we mainly just went to sleep. Um, cause we slept a little bit on the plane, but still it's not a great sleep. And, um, so then the next day we go and we check out the malls, we have some delicious food, we have some drinks and it's wonderful. And then we get back to go, then go get ready to go out for the nightlife. And I'm like, okay, so what are we doing? Like, I'm a little tired. Like I really didn't sleep that well. And I, I'm an old fucking lady. I think I was like 33 or something. at the time. <laughs> and you know, these girls are like 26, 27. So I'm, I'm not exactly 10 years older than them, but I'm, I'm pretty older than them. And, um, and they're like, yeah, we're going to go out. We're going to go dancing. And we want to go see a ping pong show. And I'm like, Ella, <laughs> I know what a ping pong show is. I don't know if a lot of other people do. I watched the movie Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. So I know from that, which is also a great movie. And if you haven't watched it, you should. And then you'll get a better idea of what the fuck I'm going to be talking about next. Um, but I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know that I necessarily want to go see a ping pong show. And they're like, Charlotte. I was like, I'm tired. I could, I could easily go to sleep right now and maybe I should. And then I'll get on this timeline, you know, and then I won't be tired all the time. So it's best for me just to go to bed. And they're like, you're being a pussy right now, essentially. And you're when being a pussy for not going to the, the pussy the show, pink, pink um, <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, oh, sorry. I'll cut that. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like it, uh, but whatever. Um, so, they're like, Charlotte, seriously, like, you're never going to get to see this again. When's the next time you're going to be in Thailand? Go to the ping pong show. And I'm like, fine, you're right. So we put on some not nice clothes. We just put on it. It's hot as fuck there. It's so humid and it's just hot. And so we leave the hostel. We have a few beers, you know, before we go. And then there's tuk-tuk drivers everywhere, which the best way I could describe it are golf carts that go really fucking fast, like 80 miles an hour. Maybe not that fast, but, you know, there's no doors, so it feels like it's 80 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're like, oh, hey, we, we flag one down. It's like, okay, where are we going? And everybody in Thailand speaks English. It's a very touristy town, uh, town, country. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, so, but the other thing is, is everybody is there to rip you off. 
100%. And you you realize that real quick. Everybody is like, oh, it's this price, and then it changes the price. Or do this, but then they're going to upgrade you to this thing and then not tell you that it costs more money. You know, things like that. So you just have to go in knowing that, and it's totally fine. When you realize everybody's there to rip you off, you're smarter about what you do. Well, anyway, so we get into this tuk tuk, and uh, he's like, "Oh, where are you going? Just going to." And my and Aaron's like, "Oh, we're going to the red light district." And he's like, "I don't know what you mean by that." She's like, "We want to go to the ping pong show," and he's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." He 100% knows what we're talking about, and he refuses to take us. So we have to get out. We start walking. We find another tuk tuk driver, and again, this is like a cab, right? And um, we're like, "Hey, we, we'd like to go to the red light district," and he's like, "I I don't I don't understand what you're saying." He wouldn't do it either. We had to walk there. Holy shit! Nobody. This is our first warning. Maybe we shouldn't be going. <laughs> but no, nobody wanted to listen to Charlotte, the old lady. Um, so we pretty much walked. I think we finally figured out because I didn't have Wi-Fi. My before I left, I was like, "Do can I like have internet from my phone?" Because I'll be in a different country. And they're like, yeah, you're already signed up for it. You're great. I'm like, great. I get there. It doesn't work. So I have to rely on Erin to have my, for one, I also didn't have a purse. So she was holding my passport, my phone, and the majority of my money. <laughs> oh, no. Also another bad call. Um, but anyways, her phone was the only one that worked. So we finally just found somewhere close by where we needed to go. We had them drop us off there. And then we walked the remainder away. Because it wasn't that far, but it was far enough. So we and we Googled before we even left the host, the hostel of um, what to look out for for the scams. And they say that, you know, most times what it is, is they'll charge you per show that you watch. So every act that comes out, they're going to tack on. And so like also it's best to negotiate the price before you even go into the bar. And now I might when I thought about going into this, I thought it was going to be this busy club with a bunch of people around. Like I was kind of picturing Miami that like vice like club type. <laughs> area like like everybody's like it's hot and white linen coats i don't know i had an idea it was not what ended up happening um, <laughs> it was not miami in there um so we talked to this guy outside because they're like you want to see the, the ping pong show and we're like yeah that's what we want and so they're talking and he's like also and aaron's like no no i'm willing to pay this price well for all three of us we'll pay a price which was already way too low she's like but and and we'll that'll include our beer and we'll tip on top of it and he's like okay sounds great go up so we go up we are the only three people in that club it is empty oh shit and i'm just like well that's not great and there's about four workers just kind of hanging you know and so they they show us to our seat and i'm kind of observing this those girls are fucking oblivious to everything that's going on i'm like okay well that's something and uh so they they we order our beer they bring it out and the first girl comes out now this is where you start understanding what the fuck i'm talking about if it's a ping pong show so this lady comes out tits out i think she had underwear and like stockings on so she's got like the what is it called the garter belt right uh -huh. that holds things and then she comes out and she puts a horn up her vagina and it goes <laughs> beep. And we're like, mm, clap, you know, whatever. Good oh, job. Like, a, like a, with a rubber ball on the end kind of thing. No, I, I, if I'm remembering it correctly, it was just a straight up horn, which to be fair is impressive. Yeah. Um, but I was not impressed at the time because <laughs> I was not, that's not what I was here to see. I wanted to just see the ping pong show and leave. Right. But that's not, that's not how it works. So we, we clapped, we tipped, she left. The next lady comes out completely naked. Well, maybe and maybe she's dressed up. I honestly, I'm not a dude. I wasn't really looking. She sticks a Sharpie up her vagina. 
and puts a piece of paper on the floor. And she writes out, hello. <laughs> you know, like moves her butt around and puts hello. And we're like, oh, you know, good job. Still not anything that impressive, but good I job. I do that. Have you tried? No. Neither true. have I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming it's not that hard. Because okay. it didn't look, like, super great. It wasn't calligraphy. Calir- I can't talk. Calligraphy. <laughs> We'll do it. We'll we'll video that for the patrons. <laughs> Jesus, Just no kidding. one wants to Just see kidding. that. Um, so the third person who came out, now she cut. I okay. This I'm going to exaggerate because this is how it looked in my brain. It wasn't quite this bad. She comes, inching her way out with a cane. <laughs> She's so old. Oh, God. <laughs> her tits are just sagging and wrinkly, and her whole body is just old as fuck. Now, realistically, she was probably more like 60, 65, but Asians tend to look on the better side. So she, you know, but she was older. And I was just like, I was feeling really bad at this point. I'm like, God, she's got to, like, sell her body to try and make some money. Like, that's fucked up. I don't think I feel right about this place. I didn't I didn't think I felt right about this place to begin with. And now I'm really feeling kind of bad about it. That woman was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so she comes out and she puts this Chang bottle out. And Chang's, they're like 32 ounces. They're big. And I'm just thinking to myself, please, God. That's please. a beer. It's a beer. Yeah, it's a, Chang is a kind of beer. And, and it's a 32 ounce glass bottle. And I'm just thinking to myself, please, God, don't sit on it. Like, I just cannot deal with this right now. And she doesn't. So she goes and she gets these little plastic rings and she starts putting them around. And think of a wine bottle. Like, that's how big this Chang bottle is. Um, So she puts these little rings around it. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And then she pulls out some chopsticks and she sticks them upside her vagina. And I'm like, what the fuck and she picks these little rings up and then gently places them on top of this this chang bottle and she does every single one of them and i'm like i can barely use my hands and chopsticks and she did it with her vagina i standing ovation i gave her (laughs) and i tipped her a shit ton of money and i'm like you are fucking amazing um and then she left and then it was the ping pong show Different lady? Different lady. So now a younger lady comes out. I mean, you got to be old to be able to use a vagina like that. It's just, it was amazing. Six years of practice. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Kegels forever. Um, So this lady comes out and she puts out a bucket. I don't know what's in the bucket. It's a liquid of some sort. She comes out with another bucket. It's ping pong balls. I know what's next. I'm terrified. <laughs> so she gets out and she gets all comfortable on the on the floor. And, you know, she's got her knees up and she's looking at us in between her knees going, hi, or whatever. And we're like, well, hello, vagina. You know, I feel like a, a gynecologist a little bit. And so she's like, oh, she picks up a ball. It's very anime-ish, if you can picture it. Oh, what is this? It's a ping pong ball. I wonder if I could fit it up my vagina kind of a thing. So a lot of overly dramatic facial Thank expressions. Thank you. Exactly. Because <laughs> she's not saying these things. She's doing yeah. this all mime, mimically. Yeah, what, yeah. What, what would you call that? Anyway, so she's... Expressionist. Expressionist. Fine. Words. <laughs> um, so she picks up this ball and she, she dips it into the other bucket, which is full of lube, I come to find later. Oh, and she <laughs> pops it inside of her vagina. And I'm like... Okay, here we go. She picks up another one. She's like, two? Could I possibly put two in my vagina? 
lube pop. Yes. Yes, she can. <laughs> Three, four, five. I think she gets up to six. And she's like, six? There's no way I could fit six in my vagina. Well, I bet. How many kids have you had? Yes, you can. Anyway, she she had a lot in there. And uh, I'm just like, I'm okay. And I'm just like, okay, like what's going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. And then that's when the assistant came out and gave us ping pong paddles. Oh. And I'm like, no, oh, absolutely. God. I literally, I, I refused. And I sat at a different table, which wasn't too far away. Cause I still had to know what was going on. <laughs> and, um, literally she is pew, pew, pew. and Deanna, the other girl is just hitting them with the ping pong paddle away from us because it's, vagina lube is splay, <laughs> like splattering everywhere. I swear you could see it coming slow motion out of her vagina spinning with all the lube spinning around it just towards your face. <laughs> oh, and I, I'm pretty sure I got chlamydia in my eye or something. <laughs> like I'm like, Oh, this isn't good. None of this is good. We got to go. So after that, I, I said, we are leaving because one, I know that they're charging us per, per show. We saw the ping pong show. We came to see, and also oh, we applauded, we tipped, it was fine. Like yeah. I didn't, I wasn't like making a scene or anything. But then I said, after she left, like, oh yeah, that's great. And we're like, no, 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 no more shows. We're going to leave now. Thank you. Goodbye. Because yeah. <laughs> again, they would have kept you there. They would have kept us there forever. And I've heard the stories get way more gnarly. There's snakes involved. There's birds oh, involved. God. Like a bird will go in and out. Oh, like, God. I think there must be a tube in there. I don't know. All I know is fuck that shit. And actually I learned about that after I came back from Thailand, but. I knew it was time to leave. Right. <laughs> I found out later I was right. Um, so then when we go to go, go to leave, um, there's this, I don't know how to explain it other than this big fat Thai lady. She was burly. Cause most Thai people are generally petite. very petite, you know? And that's why there's a lot of like lady boys because even the boys are, or the guys are more on the petite side. She was burly and it was just like, okay, you owe us. And honestly, I wish I could remember the bot to, dollar ratio but it was something along the lines of six hundred dollars which is like hundreds of thousands of bot jesus and we're like we don't have that kind of money what crazy. did you agree to when you we went agreed in? to something like three thousand bot which would have been <laughs> like, like 20 bucks yeah it would have been like maybe 50 bucks each like which i thought was fair <laughs> i mean i get it a woman's body should be worth more than that but it's thailand and everything there is fucking cheap so i was just like no, 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 that's, no, that's not what we agreed on. And Aaron kept pushing me. So she's on one side of me. Then Aaron and Deanna are on the other side of me. And they are pushing me towards the door. Meanwhile, this big ass chick is pushing me the other way. I was like, dude, we're, and I look over to even see if we could even try to leave and just like squirrel around. And there's this lady boy with his arm on the wall or her, sorry, her arm on the wall. And we, even if we got past the butch chick, we weren't getting out of there. It wasn't fucking happening. And right. I just looked at Aaron. I was like, stop pushing me. This isn't going to work. Um, so she finally stops. And I'm like, well. So we had, again, I can't remember how much money was out. But, like, we'd pretty much given them a good portion of our money. Not a lot. Like, we weren't near what they were asking for. We were a bit over what we had agreed to pay. So, like, there was a couple 500 bot papers out. No, actually, I don't think there even was. I think we had a couple 200 bot papers out. We had a couple hundreds. And then we're like, well, that's all the money we have. That's what we agreed to. That's what we're paying. We, we're leaving. And, and 
Deanna's pocket was showing and there was a little bit of money showing out of it. So like, you have more money. I see that you have more money. And I'm like, Deanna got to give her the money now. Mm-hmm. Stupid. And, um, so we do it and like, we're not giving her the money cause the money was hidden. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I got an idea. Take a couple more hundred bot bills out and then give me all of your coins. She's like, Charlotte, that's not going to be enough. I was like, no, no, no. Give me all of your coins. So $10 bots are kind of like almost our gold dollars. Okay. Right. And I was like, give me all of your $10 bot. And they're like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. And so I'm like, okay, well, let me, let, let me put together your money for you. And now mind you, we're the only people in here. Right. And they're all waiting for, and I, I figured this out after arguing with her because she kept looking at the door and there was a radio kind of a thing going on downstairs. And I'm like, they're waiting for the next people to come up. And we are in their way. So fuck them. So I was like, okay. So I, I very carefully like put the two, the couple $200 bots out. And then I put out, you know, the $100 bot. And I, I feel like there's something, I think there's a 50 bot. And I put, you know, a bigger stack of those out that it was. At, and then I'm just painful. I have a, now this stack of 10 bot in my hands. The coins. The, the coins. And I'm just very painfully 10, 20, <laughs> 30 and she piles all the money together and I said no 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 and I separated it painfully slowly all of the papers again and I counted it all out and then I start counting the 10 20 30 40 and she throws she picks up the hundreds or the 50s and throws them at us and says get the fuck out of here (laughs) and I was like hey thanks bye they probably don't want like the group downstairs no. to see what they don't want to do. see that we're pissed off they don't want to see yeah. and they, they realize they weren't getting anywhere with us and again their 50 bot meant fucking nothing to them my 10 bot meant even less but they were they couldn't argue with us if i was busy doing something yeah. i don't know it just happened to work out perfectly <laughs> because i'm like i'm not that smart so i don't know how this worked but I, I loved every fucking second of that but then the stupidest part and i won't go into this whole part because it's less interesting but like they wanted to stay and go dancing in the red light. I'm like, we just pissed somebody off a lot. We need to leave. And they're like, no, we're going to go dancing. And I'm like, oh, my God, fucking children. I hate you. So, yeah, then we stayed for a while. Long story short, they didn't come after us. But I thought that my friends were getting murdered in an alleyway. Oh. And I, my, main, my brain just went straight to hostel. Your friend um, with your passport and your phone Yeah, my so Okay, money. you know what? I will tell the story because fuck them. Um, so. That's okay. I don't really have a story as good anyway. So you take my story as your as the second half. So we, we walk not too far from this ping pong show place. And there's music. And they're like, we're going to go dancing. And I'm like, I don't dance. Like, I have to be pretty fucked up. To be like, I can dance. Look at my um, moves. Right? Look at my sweet, sweet moves. Like, I care a little bit less now that I'm older. And I'm like, yeah, I'll fucking dance. Um, but I was also feeling very uneasy about the situation we had just left from. So there was this outdoor bar. And then across the alleyway was this club. And everything's outdoor. So I could actually see them go dancing. And I was like, you guys go dancing. I'm going to go ahead and go get another beer. Because fuck what just happened was stressful for me, even though it was fucking funny, especially more funny now that it's over with. But at the time I was like, Jesus Christ, we're going to fucking die. Um, And so I I buy a beer and I tip and I totally forget you never tip over in Thailand. Like just nobody does. So I'm a server or I was a server for a long time. So it's like I just second nature to me, just round up, keep the rest and maybe I'll throw a little bit extra on top. Um, 
but so she she's like oh my god thank you so much and she starts talking to me and I'm talking to her and I looked over my shoulder a couple times to look at the girls but then I just kind of lost track of what I was doing and I talked to her and then she's like I'm gonna buy your next beer and I'm like oh my god thank you so much that's so sweet but you know I have half of this gigantic Chang beer um I'm not going to need it for a while, but I'll let you know. She's like, just let me know when you're ready. I'm like, oh, my God, thank you so much. That's so cool. So I turn around. I'm kind of looking for my friends. And then it dawns on me. I'm like, wait a second. Nobody is generous in this country. Like, I, I don't mean that nobody is. I'm, if you meet, like, family people, they're, they're probably very generous. But if you're in the in, if you're working in a bar, if you're working with tourists, you're going to be ripping them off somehow. And I'm like, fuck, how is she going to be ripping me off? Because I know this is fucking happening, you know? And I'm just like, I don't know whether she's just going to charge me for my beer later or what, it, but something's going to happen or something's already happened. <laughs> <laughs> so I look around for my friends and I cannot find them anywhere. And I'm like, oh Jesus, the fucking man lady or, you know, the butch chick sent somebody out. My friends are fucking dead. So I go over and I ask it like, I, I don't think I asked the bartender. I meet it, but I was like, she's in on it somehow. Because you know when you're drunk and paranoid? Mm -hmm. like, it doesn't yes. need to not make sense. It'll make sense in your brain. Right, um, right. So I went and asked a few people, like, hey, have you seen my friends? And they're looking at me like, I don't know who the fuck your friends are. But it's like every movie you've ever watched. Like, I don't know who your friends are. I'm like, oh, God, they're in an alleyway screaming, and I can't hear them over this shitty techno. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so then... Um, <laughs> So I, I almost, I, I was this close to yelling at the DJ, stop the fucking music because I need to know whether my friends are being slaughtered somewhere. I want to hear their screams so I can find them. Charlotte's Thai Vacation, directed by Eli Roth. Exactly. 100% is where this shit went. Um, so the next thing I could do is I went back and I asked the bartender, I was like, hey, have you seen my friends? And I was probably maybe even being like, hey, have you seen my friends? Like, how dare you? Yeah. She's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, pretty much. And I'm just like, oh, her reaction says it all. <laughs> she wasn't on it. They're all going to die. I turn around and I just see them turning the corner. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because they're totally fine. They're not being murdered in an alleyway. So my hands are up in the air like, how fucking dare you? Like, because they, they weren't just around the corner. They were up the street and around the corner, like, like a block. But they're small blocks. But yeah. still. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Deanna grabs my arm like a small child that you would be ripping from the street if a car was coming. Mm -hmm. No need for that. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, get your fucking hands off of me for one. Where did you go? What the fuck? Well, we had to go to the bathroom. I'm like, why didn't you tell me about it? Like, what the fuck? You have my passport. You have my money. You have my cell phone. I have literally fucking nothing and they're like oh, oh we're just so used to going on vacation together we didn't think to tell you you can all go fuck yourself wow. at this point I was so done with them and it, this was day two of our <laughs> our two week vacation I'm like oh hell no and I was like give me my phone give me my passport and my money I will buy a purse because my whole reason I didn't have a purse was because like I'm gonna buy a Thai purse and it's gonna be great and I just gotta find the right one I was like I'll buy the next piece of shit thing no one holds my shit ever again which right. was a you know what? Being that nothing happened, good lesson learned. If you're out of the country, you bring your passport with you at all times. Because I've been at places where, like, leave it in your suitcase at the hostel or whatever. And I know that they have well intentions. Fuck that. If you're in a country, you take your passport with you everywhere. But you keep it somewhere you can't get pickpocketed. Anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my I almost died in Thailand story. <laughs> <laughs> or your friends almost were murdered in Thailand. Yeah, but it was it was not not scary in that fucking ping pong room either because that big 
Butch Thai lady, she was going to fucking throw down. If they kept pushing me, I was like, I am not getting, I'm too old for this shit. Like, (laughs) fuck this. Yeah, that's a great story. I I have a lot of stories, but none can... (laughs) None will flow right after that, so we'll just save them for the next time. <laughs> okay, good. Good times, good times. Yeah. If, you, uh, if you'd like to go visit a very cheap country that is amazing, and again, this was all in my head, so, well, half of it was in my head. Don't go to ping pong shows, <laughs> and uh, stay away from red light districts, mm-hmm. and just know that everybody's out to rip you off, and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. Yeah. And it's so cheap. God, it's so the most expensive part to get to Thailand is the airfare. Yeah. And if you'd like to go to Apple Podcasts and <laughs> leave us Seamless. a review. Seamless transition. And a rating. We sure would appreciate it. You know, and if you want to check out some of our merch, I made a lot of jewelry. Check out our website for the handmade merch. Right. And then our new merch store will be launching next week. FHEBadMormons.com. And merch store to be announced after the patrons get their stuff first. (laughs) Right. Thank you for giving us money every month. We love you, patrons. We love you so much. I hope you enjoy it. And we'll be sending out some care packages. Yes, we will. Soon. I know we promised to do it last week, but we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) No, one of them got sent out. Oh, sweet. The other one's going a really far distance, James. Ah. Australia. I hope you're happy it's with the life It's going to take a minute chosen. to get there, but it's coming your way, buddy. <laughs> uh, speaking of patrons, if you're interested in becoming a patron, head over to Patreon. The link is in all of our social media contacts in our link tree, and it's a lot of fun. You get access to us looking stupid as well as sounding stupid <laughs> because you get links to YouTube where you can see us. Plus, we send you stickers and fun things. And you get all of our eternal love and gratitude for only as little as $3 a month. It's way less than tithing. Way less <laughs> way than Way less than fucking tithing. And you're welcome. Way more fun than church. You're welcome again. I got nothing. But <laughs> you're fucking welcome. Uh, we also have a YouTube. We're trying to get up to, we already hit our goal of 50 subscribers. We're almost at 60. Can we get 75? What am I going to do if we hit 75 so I can forget about it later? Ping pong show. No. <laughs> I don't want to stretch that shit out. i do some kegels. Uh, <laughs> if you guys have any ideas of what Charlotte could do for our next milestone, send us an email at fhebadmormons at gmail.com. If you have stories you'd like us to read or hate mail, uh, there's a lot. There's a few people on YouTube that really don't like some of those videos. Why don't you go ahead and send them on over our way and we'll read them out loud. Have we offended you? Please let me know how I can change my behavior. That would be great. And finally, be excellent to each other. Yeah. Be grateful. Trying times out there. Be grateful for what you have. Have patience. Have patience. Be kind to people, even if they support Trump. Mm.